letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom some, to ransom those under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. As proof that you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir through God. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, 
the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Our sins be wiped away. Good morning. Blessed New Year. How are you? There you go. Today we begin the year with our Blessed Mother, as the salvation history did and as the church does every year. And we also know that our Holy Father Emeritus Pope Benedict has passed. We got a thing at seven o'clock last night saying, if you want, you could put the black bounce, the black up against the thing, but I wasn't going to do it at seven o'clock last night because I have to get up on a ladder and I'm getting too old for that stuff, but we will do that. But I don't want to put it up anyway because we rejoice that he sees the face of God. Is there any doubt that Pope Benedict sees the face of God? No, you know, he was most ready. He got all the sacraments all ready. So I wouldn't say it's a day of mourning, but it's a day of rejoicing that our Holy Father Emeritus got to go home. But one of the things, as we see, when he began his uh, papacy was that he sat there and he says he would be faithful and do all that stuff. And then he says, and I pray to, for the intercession of Our Lady that she would help me. So Pope Benedict did everything with the strength and the uh, intercession of the Blessed Mother. And so should we. So one of the very first things I'd encourage us is that we start with Mary. We start our day with Mary by saying the rosary. And again, I've been with you 20 years and I've been talking about this for 20 years and people still kind of blow it off. When I was in getting my degree in uh, liturgy at Notre Dame, which of course I never finished because I did not want to be a liturgist, because we all know the difference between a liturgist and a terrorist, correct? You can negotiate with a terrorist. Anyway, so the reality is that, but I was there and I was in ritual class, and as I was in ritual class, it was all priests and nuns, and the, the priest who was in charge of the ritual class, he says to me, now Larry, you go to that ritual every night, don't you? I said, what ritual is that? He goes, you know, the rosary in the grotto. And I go, well, yes. I says, uh, isn't it amazing that whether you're a good Catholic or a bad Catholic, almost every Catholic in the world, including Pope Benedict, they just came out with his pictures where he's laying in state. He has in his hand what? A rosary. huh? And so the priest that was next to me, who was from the diocese, uh, who was also going to get a degree in liturgy, he said, Larry, if I die before you, don't you dare let them put one of those things in my hands. A priest of Jesus Christ. And I said, oh, Chris, if I die before you, you better find the biggest one you got and put it in my hands. And he left the priesthood and got married a couple of weeks, months later. But anyway, the reality is that it all begins with Mary. And so too in our life, but it doesn't end with Mary. That's very important. The yes of Mary when she was asked to be the mother of God, her fiat, yes. And then, but it leads us to Jesus. She begins with her yes, and then the very last word she ever says to us in Scripture is, do whatever he tells you. 
So it always ends with Jesus. So too, if you decide this year that one of your resolutions, which wasn't one of your resolutions before you had to listen to your pastor, is to say the rosary every day, it doesn't end with Mary. It begins with Mary. Again, as I've used the analogy before, Mary's like putting on a pair of cheaters. You can see everything better because of them. Nobody ever looked at Jesus more than Mary, our mother, did. And so when you start with her, that's a glorious thing. That's why we start this Mass every week with the rosary. Now, some people don't like it. In fact, someone called and says, could we stop that? And the answer is no. Huh? I wish I was cringing in the confessional today because nobody, many times as I yell about it, scream, come out of the confessional, jump up and down, everybody does their own little thing. Everybody says the rosary at their pace instead of as a family. And that's so insulting to God and our mother when it's just about you. I say the rosary for me. No, you don't. You say the rosary that you can say yes like our mother did. And we do that together as the body of Christ. We don't do it individually. If you only do it for yourself, please stop. Stop, period. Because, again, it's a waste of time because it becomes a selfish reality. Devotions can become very selfish if the only thing they're about is you and your devotion. Devotion is only reality when it becomes about God and the family. There is no Lone Rangers in Christianity. So let's get rid of that right at the very beginning of this year. And then when we enter into the rosary, again, it's so we can imitate the reality of the what we're meditating on. Again, some people just say the rosary and just get caught up into the words. And then when you and I do that, we're spitting on Christ because the only thing when he taught us how to prayer, he says, when you pray, what? Do not rattle on like the pagans do. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. That's our time, Mommy. Hail Mary, full of grace. Who wants to hear that? I don't want to hear it. I sit in the confessional cringing because of the people that rattle on like the pagans do. That is not God's will for this community, and it's not God's will for you. We meditate on the mystery. We say the rosary. It becomes a mantra so we can enter into the glory of the mystery. So again, like for me, for the, all the 12 days of the octave of Christmas, every year, of course, I say the joyful mysteries. Why? Because Christmas cannot be contained in one day, as I've told you a million times. Some of you pagans have already taken your Christmas stuff down. Pagan, pagan, pagan. And you wonder why I call you pagans. Because the church teaches us that it's a 12-day celebration. It's not over like the pagans the day after Christmas or New Year's Day. I get to take everything down. Father, you do realize I'm not paying any attention to you. I'm going to do what I want. Yes, you are. Because you're a pagan. But the reality is, you and I need to celebrate 12 days. One day cannot contain the mystery of Christmas. The church has always taught us it's a 12-day celebration. So, when you and I come into that 12-day celebration, so we meditate on the joyful mystery of the birth of Jesus. And again, you can do that so beautifully here in our church, kneeling in front of the thing and seeing Mary. And again, you watch Mary give birth to Christ. You sit there and you see St. Joseph, the first one to hold and receive communion in the hand. And then he puts her back, he puts her back in the arms of Mary. 
And then Mary looks at you as you're meditating and she says, would you like to hold him? And then you hold the God of the universe in your hands. And then you know that this isn't a one-time thing of a mystery. I get to hold God every day if I want. Every day in the Eucharist. Huh? So it becomes real into how I live the Christian life today. And when you and I do that, and if we're meditating on the, the mystery of um, the death of Christ, when we're watching Christ die, and we're listening to every word he says, and then he looks at you and he looks at me, and the very last words he ever said on the cross to us was, Behold your mother. And then John took Mary into his care. And you and I are called to do the same thing every day, to take Mary into our care, to not just use her, but to love her. And when we love her, we become sons of her. And we take Mary into our care and we listen to Jesus. Because just as much as I believe Jesus Christ when he said, this is my body, this is my blood. I believe Jesus Christ when he says, this is your mother. So this year, I am so glad 2022 is over. Worst year of my life. But I look forward to 2023. Because last night when I prayed in front of the Blessed Sacrament at midnight for all of you, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, beginning of the old year and the beginning of the new I sat in, on, on top of the tabernacle for this year. I had the Our Lady of Guadalupe, not Guadalupe, she's there, but Our Lady of Carmel. But I thought of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And she said to me last night at midnight, Am I not your mother? Are you not in my lap? Will I not take care of you? Is there anything else you need? You can try to do 2023 by yourself, or you can do it in the lap of your mother, sitting there, letting her take care of you as she took care of Jesus. And this can be a glorious year. So, say the rosary every day. Let this be your reality. Don't say it just for yourself to get it in because your pastor, the nutcase, told you to do something. Do it because you want to get closer to Jesus through his mother. And you want to know what it is to be a son of Mary or a daughter of Mary the way Jesus did. And you never have to worry you're going to love Mary too much. You'll never love her more than Jesus. Saint, said St. John de Montfort. You'll never love Mary more than Jesus. But the question is, will you love Mary as your mother? May you know God's love and Mary's love today and forever. Amen. Let us stand and let us profess our faith. I believe.